One of the things I learned early on from one of my first mentors, and it was probably the most valuable information I think that I ever implemented for myself. And that was whenever you get to, whenever you're coming to make a decision on something, especially like some major life event or something that you want to create or do for yourself, give yourself enough space to where you can come to a completely free decision, meaning go to a place where you can be free with your thoughts and formulate your own decision without being influenced by everything and everyone around you. And oftentimes where we tend to go wrong is our decision-making process deep down isn't coming from us. It's coming from the forces around us that tend to sway our decision-making. Like, we don't realize it, but the television, the news, social media, things on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, things around you are subconsciously influencing your decisions. And the more and more that you allow outside influence to impact your decisions, the less free you actually are. And so there's this principle that's called the vocal minority. And oftentimes it's the vocal minority that has the loudest voice. That's why they call it the vocal minority. It has the loudest voice and the vocal minority is what sways us into believing something that isn't true or encourages us to make a decision because we feel like we're quote unquote going with the herd in some way. But the reality of it is it's really just a tiny fraction. But in the moment, it's hard to identify because whatever is in our ear, the loudest is what tends to be at the front of our brain. And whatever is at the front of our brain at the time we make a decision is what tends to impact those decisions, right? A really great example of this is if you've ever been looking for like a restaurant, like maybe you're visiting a new city or you're on vacation and you're looking for a new restaurant and you go through the Yelp reviews of some restaurant and you'll see you'll see maybe like at the top, like Yelp does this, they'll put three or four like really like awful reviews of the restaurant and you just read those and they're like these they're like loud and long and they're all caps like those angry like yelp reviews that you read sometimes and they put they they put them right in front of about how bad the restaurant is how awful it is and how the kitchen is dirty and how the staff is unfriendly and how the food is overpriced and the portions are small and you just look at those reviews and they're right in front of you and immediately you're like, okay, this restaurant has got to be terrible. Even though it has a bunch of other great reviews, you see those right in front of you. And sometimes we don't even pay attention to anything else. We see those, and maybe there's three or four out of a ton of reviews. We go to the restaurant anyway, and we find out the food is actually really great. We find out the service is actually really good. We find out that people are actually very friendly, and it's really clean. But we're easily influenced by the vocal minority because we're looking for that one outlier. And and it's strange because, and it doesn't even have to be like, how many times have you done this? You will look up like 
maybe you're buying something on Amazon, right? Same thing, whether it's Yelp or it's Amazon or something, you're looking for a product and it's got a majority of, the thing is like 4.8 stars, but then you go and you look at the one star reviews and there's a couple of them. And then all of a sudden it's, ooh, they said something that's I think is a deal breaker for me. And we we base our opinion off of that one negative review, even though there's a sea of positive reviews, right? Like it influences us subconsciously because we tend to look for it, it. It validates our fear. And what the vocal minority does is it will tend to validate our fear in some ways. Like another great example, when I started this podcast, I have a large email list. I emailed out to, I, I emailed a link out to my list. And this is when it was first on, when it was just getting onto the Apple podcast platform. So I emailed an Apple, uh, a link to an Apple list, right? Or an Apple link. I got dozens and dozens of emails, like people responding saying, I don't listen to, I don't listen to anything on Apple. I don't use iPhones. Why do you use Apple products? Why I don't have this, all all sorts of things, right? Apple spies on you. This, and I got all of this, these emails, right? Like really loud. And in my head, I'm thinking, does nobody on my, does nobody on my list listen to use Apple? And, and I've got a list of tens of thousands, right? Nearly a hundred thousand people on this list. And I'm just shocked. And the funny thing though, is after doing the podcast for a month, I go and I look at the statistics of where people are listening. And sure enough, 90% of people listening to the show are listening on Apple. But had I paid attention to that vocal minority that's loud and loud and loud and loud, I would have thought, well, nobody ever listens to this podcast on Apple. So it's so fascinating to see those kinds of things. And this applies to like decision making, right? If you have a very comfortable like nine to five job and you have really wanted to start a business, because I have a lot of friends in this position and I've seen a lot of people in this position. Oftentimes the number one thing that stops them from starting a business is their the comfort of where they're at. But then they consult the people around them, oftentimes like their family members or parents or people closest to him. And they all say, you'd be crazy to leave your job. Why do it? Why would you ever leave your job to go start something that's unproven? And that becomes, again, a really small sample size, but very loud. That's dissuading you from following your dream of starting a business, right? Because of the people closest to you. And so oftentimes, we have to really pay attention to whenever we hear a message or whenever we hear an opinion or whenever we hear something that's all over the media, we have to pay attention and ask ourselves, is it really true? Or is this just another instance of the vocal minority sounding off and appearing as if this is the dominant opinion, thought, or viewpoint? And is it influencing me, right? More importantly, is it influencing me? Because oftentimes, the loudest, that quote, the squeaky wheel gets the, the grease. The, the louder something is, the more we pay attention to it. But sometimes the noise is not warranted or not true, but it's there and it impacts us. If you go back and you look at all of the different decisions that you've made, 
if you've ever made those decisions because of the noise, quote unquote, that was around you or the influence that was around you, sometimes it's that vocal minority that was subconsciously influencing your decisions. And it's hard to go back and look at this. And it's hard to go back and actually verify this. But sometimes if you think of decisions that you've made in life that haven't gone, that didn't work out for you or you wanted to change course or something or other, Oftentimes, ask yourself, if you can recall it, how pure was my thought process in that? And how pure was my decision making? Was I able to come to a conclusion on my own? Or was something else influencing me in order to help me make that decision? Because a lot of the time, there's outside influence that impacts us. And then in the moment, that outside influence, and how many of you have ever been through this, right? You make that decision because of all this noise around you. And then all of a sudden you make that decision and it's the noise is gone. It's like now all of that that influenced me is like no longer there. And then we want to reverse course. We're like, well, I think I was, I, I think I was influenced by that. That's how, and we have something by the way, in our brain, which is good and bad. It can be good in some cases and bad in others. It's called our reticular activating system. And the reticular activating system is just, it's a filtering mechanism. It's a signal for our brain that something is important and it works like if this if you bought a new car let's say you bought a you went and you bought like a new blue bmw and you thought wow this is a really unique car it's really it's great it's beautiful it's one of a kind and then all of a sudden you're driving the car around and then you see that same exact blue bmw you bought you see it in the parking lot you see it on the freeway you see it on the streets then you see your neighbor got one you see it everywhere, right? Parked at the school where you pick your kids up. It's everywhere you see it. But the reality of it is that car was always around. You just never paid attention to it until you got one yourself. That's your reticular activating system, which is telling you that you that it's important, right? It's a signal. And so the more that you the more that you start to understand naturally the way the brain works the more you can start to rise above it and make really pure decisions. So this works in the same way with decision-making process, right? If you're thinking about making a decision about something or you're thinking about, say, for example, starting a business and leaving your job, your brain now is on alert for anything and everything that is going to influence that decision around you. So now, all of a sudden, you are going to hone in to friends and family maybe talking about how great their job is, you'll start talking, you'll start now subconsciously hearing them talk about how great their retirement benefits are, how secure their job is, and, you know, how well they're getting paid. And that's your signaling, that, that's again, it's not that they haven't talked about that before, but now when they're talking about it, your reticular activating system is ha having you pay attention to it because it's a decision that you're trying to make. So it's a signaling mechanism for you to see that's important. And then when it's right in front of us, we tend to pay attention. And that's just the way our brain works. And that's why we tend to gravitate or we tend to put a lot of weight in the into the reticular activating system, into our decisions because of the way the reticular activating system works. So it's all it's all wrapped together. And the more that we understand this, the more you realize the 
how powerful the vocal minority can be. Because the vocal minority is actually now it's loud front and center in your face when you're trying to make a decision, which is now subconsciously influencing that because it's right there. And it only seems to get louder when we're making a decision because our reticular activating system puts it in front of us. It starts to filter these things and put them right in front of us. And sometimes the things that we don't want to hear, but they, we hear it enough and it's just enough for us to impact our decision-making process. So that's something to think about, which is how pure are your decisions and how, how much can you block out the external noise to come to a unique conclusion yourself? Because the more you do that, I think the higher quality decisions that you'll make and the more confident you'll become in your ability to in turn make those decisions. So if this was beneficial for you, please do tag me in a story on Instagram. All my social media links are in the show notes. A lot of you guys have said you can't hear when I'm my name when I'm reading it out like this. It's just easier to go down in the show notes. You can find it there. You can tag me and share it in the story. Want to know what you think, what you've learned, how you're going to apply it, or has the vocal minority, that voice, has that ever influenced a decision in the wrong way, right? Where you're like, no, I want to use it to empower me instead of disempower me. And as always, if you could take some time to leave a review on this podcast, I would greatly appreciate that. That also helps to grow this show and get it into as many hands or eyes, ears of people who would benefit from this. All right, so that's all I've got for you on today's show. Have a good rest of your day and I will talk to you soon.